be responsible gardening. You know, Albert Einstein was probably in the top 10 of the most intelligent humans ever to have walked this earth. So if he says something, I think probably it's a good idea if we all sit up and take notice and listen. And Einstein said this, if the bee disappeared off the surface of the globe, then man would have only four years of life left. No more bees, no more pollination, no more plants, no more animals, no more man. Now that's a pretty scary statement, isn't it? Four years. But it's pretty much true. Bee populations have plummeted around the globe. Now there's a, a variety of reasons, but I would imagine if you look at it, common sense would say that in the last 50 years, humans have changed the planet unbelievably. Um, and that tends to coalesce with the fact that the bee population has declined rather dramatically. So even though we haven't proven we are responsible for the dramatic decline of the bee population, let's assume we are. And let's assume we can do something about it. So what should we do? Well, we've forgotten what flowers were for. We've forgotten who flowers were for. And flowers were created for pollination purposes. And plants created flowers to attract insects so that they could transfer their pollen from one plant to another plant. And they did that by creating petals and colours that attracted bees and insects and butterflies. So if we want to help the bees and the butterflies and ultimately help ourselves, then we should ensure that whatever we have in our garden does good for the bees and the butterflies and doesn't just look good. I mean, a couple of years ago, I went up to RHS Wisley and they had a bedding trial you know, in the, in the big fields that they have at Wisley, and they have all these bedding plants all laid out in nice, neat rectangles, and they, they grow them and they analyse how good they look and how fantastic they are and how many flowers they produce and how disease-resistant they are and how easy they are to cope with, you know, how well they cope with drought and all those sorts of things. And I stood there with my friend H, and we watched for 20 minutes and we saw not one bee or insect land on this vast area of flowers. The flowers in those bedding plants were rubbish. They weren't flowers. They were something, they were eye candy for humans, as opposed to having any real purpose. We need to make some changes, you know, and obviously we can you know, rely on politicians and governments to change things globally, but we can change things in our own gardens. And this is what we would advocate that you do. You know, we have to, we really have to protect our bees. Four years isn't a very long time. And I personally don't fancy the prospect of losing bees, humanity dying within four years. So this is what we, we should be doing, all of us, all of the time. First of all, don't keep spraying in your garden. Sprays kill everything. They're not clever. They're not, they don't go, oh, there's a bee. I won't land on that and kill it. Sprays kill all insects. And really, does it matter if there are a few holes in your leaves and a couple of munch holes in the petals? 
In fact, it's good because it's telling you that what you've got is a useful plant for insects. So let's ditch this sort of presumption that the garden should be perfect. It shouldn't be perfect. It should be useful, it can be beautiful, but it doesn't have to have perfect specimens. Choose your flowers in the garden that look more natural shapes and more natural colours. So nice open petals, more natural looking colour combinations. Try and see if you can ensure that there is something in flower all year round. Now there's a list on my website, which at plantplots.com, Be Responsible Gardening. The whole article is on there. You can read it, look at it and, and take away some of the information. But try and make sure you've got something in flower. But most importantly, I think garden designers need to be uh, more aware of this, is that we keep talking about the garden as an outside room, i.e. it's the, the place in the environment that humans inhabit. Well, can we also add to that that actually it's not just that, is it? This is their home. We're going out into their home. And if we can be more tolerant of nature, then I think we'll begin to enjoy the little world that we've created outside more. Our gardens will be more interesting. We'll see more butterflies, we'll see more bees, we'll see more insects, the gardens will be alive. So we don't use sterile, hybridized, overbred flowers in the designs that we can create for our customers or the designs that you can download from the website. You know, we try and use plants that are lower maintenance, they're fairly good disease resistance, but they're also a fairly good source of nectar. And for us, that's a win-win because you get beautiful border designs, but the border designs will also provide a useful habitat for other insects that need to come into your garden too.